you look at uh, colleges in America, you, you look at colleges in Europe, a lot of them started off as a training ground for ministers, seminaries, and just uh, a training ground for missionaries. And and some somehow along, along the years, we kind of lost track of that. And uh, it's become a, a place where secularism and humanism and and uh, you know ideas that are anti-Christians are being is being preached, and so I believe it's so crucial because at the same time that, that that's the place, the platform where these anti-Christian ideas have been been propagated, it's also where the future leaders of society have actually been raised. I'm Chris Johnson, and you're listening to a special series on Charisma Connection about the Send, a gathering that drew tens of thousands of people to Orlando, Florida, Saturday, February 23rd. In this series, we'll share some speaker and artist interviews and hear from some of the attendees who came from near and far to be activated into their evangelistic and missional calling. So I'm speaking with Teo Hayashi, and he is a pastor in Brazil who's here for the SEND, taking part in a lot of things from the stage there, Teo. As you look out on this amazing crowd, uh, what do you think God is doing here? You know what, I think it's more than just a stadium gathering. Having gatherings in stadiums, it, it could be impressive, especially, you know, there's excellence throughout the whole day. You see just ev how everything flows, that's that's amazing. But I think the most important thing about it is looking past it and seeing that it's actually a statement. I think it's a statement. Not only it is a statement, I believe it's a catalytic event that says something about the spiritual world. I believe something has shifted in the spirit realm, and uh, we 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 believe, you know, that it all begins in the spirit realm and then it manifests in the physical. And so I believe that this is um, it's a statement. It's uh, causing a shift in the spirit realm. It's getting uh, North American kids back to focus on the mission field. It's getting immigrant kids that are here in America, whether they be Asian Americans, Latino Americans. It's getting a, a lot of Brazilian immigrants. This area of Florida with so many Brazilian immigrants and from Brazil alone, over 5,000 flew over for this event. Oh. And um, that's not counting the ones that actually reside in the state of Florida. Uh, and of course, the African-Americans, giving them you know, the blessing and permission and saying, we need you that uh, we count with you in the mission field. And so I believe that's the statement that we're making. That's the send, the message that is birthed was birthed in Lou's heart, went to Andy Bird, and uh, he so generously invited us collaborators to be part of this. And you're with Dunamis Movement. You're the founder of that in Brazil. Could you tell us about Dunamis, what that stands for? Well, Dunamis uh, means the explosive power of the Holy Spirit through signs and wonders. Um, Acts 4.33, with great Dunamis, the, uh, the apostles gave witness I, it, it's about, you know, I, I came to America for college. While in college, I uh, grew cold and uh, drifted away a little bit. And uh, I wouldn't say I abandoned Jesus, but I, was, I wasn't as on fire and, and compromising certain values. Um, and as I look back, I, I feel like a lot of it was because I was bored. A lot of it was because the times that I actually looked for spiritual support inside my campus, I never found something that was alive, that was real. I, I would read Acts and I, that would get me excited. I would read Acts and I'd say, I, I want to live this thing out. Is it possible for us to live that today? What would modern day Acts look like? That was the question that I would have, but I, you know, I didn't see it lived down on campus. 
and uh, it, it just seemed like the gospel that in, in the camps that I was going to school, the gospel that was being preached there was, was so polite, was so unoffensive, it was so tame. And, it, you know, for a young kid like me coming in, you know, sports and, and just looking for excitement, you know, if I didn't find it in the gospel, I was going to go look for it in the party scene. And um, when the Lord supernaturally rescued me during spring break, not too far from here in Ybor City, Tampa, supernaturally invaded a club, the Holy Spirit took hold of me there. I knew, you know what, if I had gotten this encounter my freshman year, I would have never lost the fire and zeal for the Lord. And so Dunamis is about, it, it, it was basically my, my concern with the concern became this holy anger. So Dunamis started off with the concern. Um, it became this holy anger against a powerless Christianity. And I said, Lord, I want to live Acts out on campus. If somebody was living that out, I would have been with you through the whole thing and uh, burning for you. And so when I decided to start Dunamis, it was released uh, with the question, what would it look like to see Acts live down on a college campus? Um, so many of my buddies drifted away from faith when, when they went to school, to college. And I, I'm like, we need to stop this. And so that's how it all started. Absolutely. And there are some commitments being made today. Yeah. And some of them, of course, we expected there to be some for the nations, but also for universities, right? Yes. And and I believe there's over 2,000 people who said that they want to go to their college and stand up for the Lord and over 2,000 for the high schools as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at America, you look at uh, colleges in America, you, you look at colleges in Europe. A lot of them started off as a training ground for ministers, seminaries, and just uh, a training ground for missionaries. And and some somehow along along the years we kind of lost track of that. And uh, it's become a, a place where secularism and humanism and and uh, you know ideas that are anti-Christians are being is being preached. And so I believe it's so crucial because at the same time that that that's the place, the platform where these anti-Christian ideas have been been propagated. It's also where the future leaders of society have actually been raised. And so their, their way of thinking has been formed under these anti-Christian ideas. And so if we really want to, you know, Bill Bright's, uh, um, you know, his big quote resonates with me is if we reach the campus, if, if we if we are able to take hold of the campuses today, we will reach society tomorrow uh, because, you know, society's future leaders are in the campuses today. And so I believe it's important. And uh, we would we used to talk about college campuses being like the main one. But as we see um, the importance, also high schools and just get them while they're young. Yes. And then uh, just come with them through college years and into the marketplace, into the spheres, until revival culminates in reformation. Mm -hmm. And do you have a very young church in Brazil? I actually took over a church uh, that my mom founded. Oh. She planted a church in the late 70s after a renewal happened to her. And she, she was in school here in America, Southern California, during the Jesus Movement was exposed to the move of the Spirit, moved back home after she finished her studies, and the Lord just started breaking out. And uh, the denomination that she was a part of did not accept that. So she uh, began a Bible study that became our church. Uh, I grew up in that church, seeing the Holy Spirit move. I grew up in that church, seeing, uh, you know, signs, wonders, miracles, the prophetic. And um, maybe six years ago, my wife and I, we took over that church. Uh, while we were still leading Dunamis, 
um, it's it's one of the big things that I, that fills my heart with joy is to see all the generations in that church. So we we have the grandmas, the grandpas. We see the the moms and the pops. We see our brothers and we see our sons. And I believe the move of the spirit is is generational, is multi generation. He is the God of you know Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I really believe that. And a diverse church as well in terms of race and ethnicity. Yes, we began as a Japanese-Brazilian church, mm -hmm. and uh, as the spirit started moving, uh, non-Japanese-Brazilians started coming, and uh, right now, it's um, it, I play around, I say, my, my church is the United Nations. You see every shade, every contrast, every color. You see from Asians, from uh, uh, you know my African-Brazilian brothers, to white Brazilian brothers from Italian descent, Portuguese descent. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I believe heaven's going to be like that. Mm -hmm. And we've got a taste of heaven here today at the Send. Anything else you'd like to reflect on here? At what is God is doing here at the Send? I think it's so beautiful. Andy mentioned something in the beginning about the power of collaboration. As we look at, you know, just history, church history, there's been uh, quite of a... Um, success rate with fathers and sons working together or passing on the baton i know we we there's always room to improve but the fact that we're brothers working together even in the bible you look at cain and abel and, and you look at joseph and his brothers and, and and jacob and esau you know there's a challenge there i think for the body of christ to work as brothers and and um we're, we're representing uh, different ministries here and we're busy everybody doing their own thing but it, for us it's just us thinking let's lay things aside time money uh, our energy because we really want to sacrifice into unity for me the the unity the collaboration is is so huge i'm so thankful that i get to run with these brothers amen to that and thank you teo teo hayashi did yes. i get it right you got it right Teofilo Hayashi. Poor teo. Right. god bless you bless you i'm chris johnson and you've been listening to charisma connection at the send Learn more and watch the live stream at thesend.org. That's thesend.org. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.